0: So that means we are back for another episode. This is Square Grouper. My name is Fox. My co-host, Dave. Thank you for listening in with us again. Uh, it's been a crazy couple weeks. You know, we've uh, been floating around doing some things. Um, you know, we had Mother's Day come up. Now it's Memorial Day weekend. Um been floating around here in Ohio checking out some uh, local events while I've been also looking to uh, what I'll be doing in Florida in July which I'll actually talk on this episode a little bit but uh, we do have some news Uh, we've got a couple other good things to talk about but also honestly we're just trying to burn one for more Day weekend and uh, talk some shit with you guys a lot of people have uh, requested and asked when we're dropping the next episode I just want to say all those who have been listening so far, thank you so much. We uh, absolutely love and appreciate your support, and we look forward to keep adding content while also exploring the ideas of what I'll be doing down the road for some video stuff, as well as um, maybe even planning something to do for Florida, you know, um, specifically, even if it's something small. But yeah, um, I hope everyone's having a great day. Uh, the weather's been lovely. The news has been interesting, and uh, yeah, the the scene in cannabis is uh, forever changing. What's going on with you, Dave?
1: Oh, not much. It's been raining down here in Florida a lot lately, and the news is kind of slow ever since, um, you know, Smart and Safe's kind of moved on to Supreme Court review, which hasn't happened yet. There was this interesting article here about Ron DeSantis. I know we keep talking about if it does make it to the governor's desk, is he going to sign it? And then now, of course, that he's, you know, said that he's going to run for president. People are wondering, you know, how his views on cannabis are, right? Because Joe Biden lied to us. Obviously, isn't going to change anything before he leaves office. So, yeah, if if DeSantis was to win, which I'm not saying is going (laughs) to happen, we just want to know, you know, what are the odds of –
0: so what are the choices this year? You've got Brown Trump, Trump coming back again, and the old guy, right? Yeah, I think you got... Oh, they heard us talking. No, They're coming was... to get us. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that could have been more perfectly timed. I think I can mark this clip. And... No, that... <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Oh I don't know what that
1: did, actually. But anyway, okay. Um, I think, yeah, it's, uh, the old dude and then, uh, Bo Jaden And then
0: I don't trust any politician, good, bad, ugly, whatever, no matter what side they are. Like I just, I don't care, you know, not like that. So from looking at it on the outside, I could possibly see like, okay, you've announced that you want to run for president. Um, what would give you a huge boost before, you know, stepping out of your essential backyard, which you essentially safeguarded to protect you from pretty much anything at this point, from all the, all the things that I've read about what he's done and what he's implemented for himself while he's here, I would be more inclined to say that he would say, fuck it and allow it gain popularity with a new audience and then move you know because you know you and with any political um aspirations you know you've got core supporters but you're constantly looking to grow new ones and at some point with certain subjects you obviously you know when it comes to money and this particular issue i want to say now that in your party you probably have enough Younger candidates that have all of this new money that could fairly compete, especially uh, his stance on crypto makes me double down on the statement where I feel like he, you know, he's talked about protecting Bitcoin. Um, I think he might be gearing himself to attach uh, his support to a younger audience and what better way than to talk about crypto and legal cannabis and open up the gates for people who are in the same tax bracket but you know are much much younger you know therefore to me I mean it's what gangs do it would be no different right 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 so that's that's just I know it's fucked up to look at it that way but that's that's, how I look at it so
1: it is it's just legal organized crime Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So here's an article. This is interesting. So this actually touches on a lot that you just said, and I haven't even actually you haven't even read this yet. Ooh, which let's play, I
0: love this. Yeah. Let's so it uh,
1: I don't know how to say this dude's name. Um, if he's listening, fuck you. But Lev Parnas. Lev.
0: Primus? I guess is his
1: name. Lev. Lev Parnas.
0: Lev Parnas.
1: So Lev Parnas claims like to MCD. have spurred Ron DeSantis' evolution on marijuana. A man who says he was involved with his <laughs> a man who says he was involved with Ron DeSantis's 2018 campaign claims to have spurred the governor's policy evolution on cannabis. Leb Parnas, who served time in prison for campaign finance crimes, cool is talking. Oh, here comes these fucking sirens again. Dude.
0: <laughs> Memorial Day weekend this in South, South Florida. Florida. You're gonna hear this, this, this all someone's... the time.
1: I mean, someone's dead on 95.
0: (laughs) Be safe out there, guys. Obviously, this is coming out post, so I just hope y'all were safe.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay, so Lev Parnas, who served time in prison for campaign finance crimes, is talking about text messages that show his unique role as a Sherpa for the 2018 campaign for the Florida governor. And he's contending to be part of the bargain of moving Donald Trump and the former donors, DeSantis included, moving. Dude, I don't know what the fuck this means. And he's contending that part of the bargain of moving Donald Trump and the former president's donors to DeSantis, including moving the candidate on the issue of medical marijuana. I see. So he's got like... New yeah, donors. so he
0: shift, he's shifting the supporters, uh, the financial... You know, he's trying to shift their views from what, you know, Trump supporters were doing down there to DeSantis and then also sliding it over to the views that he had on cannabis, which I don't... I need to to have you read the rest of it, to see whether that's going in a negative or positive direction. He says, I was a very
1: big cannabis supporter. I knew Ron at the time was not, he was anti-cannabis. Parnas told Jim DeFetti and I made it clear to him. I said, listen, Ron, it's going to be very difficult for me to support somebody that's going against the things that I'm going to need and want in the state of Florida. <laughs> so, that's so like, the Lev's like I need weed um, and probably has some kind of, you know, investment. Yep. 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 And that's when Ron turned around to me and said, "You know what? I would be open to thinking differently about canvas if you were to give me Trump support."
0: So if right you were here giving we see me all this money. Yeah. So right here means. we
1: see this is how Ron DeSantis went from saying that all the MSOs are cartels to supporting them. Right here, you can hear here. And that's when Ron turned around to me and said, "You know what? I would be open think I would be open to thinking differently about canvas if you were to give me Trump support," as Fox just said. Cha-ching. Dufetti notes that DeSantis evolved soon thereafter on medical marijuana, coming out in support of the substance by August of that
0: year. Just from hearing how corrupt this is, though, let me revise what I think he'll do. Um, unless there's a lot of money involved, you're probably not going to see it.
1: Um, which you know, truly uh, tru- tru- has a bunch of money.
0: Yep. So, hey, maybe put the pieces together. I can't definitively say, you know, hey, this is going to happen. Hey, it's not going to happen. But I think it might happen only because the right, uh, palms are getting greased, you know, and then, you know, so can you go back to talk about the original number of new applicants? Because I want to touch up on that.
1: So it looks like there were 74, 74 applicants by for Florida medical marijuana cannabis licenses for 20, how many, and they were given out, how many were they given out in the first round? 22 medical marijuana licenses during a five day application cycle that ended April 28th. So a month ago today.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's crazy how time is flying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so a little birdie told me that they are down to f- closer to half of those applicants. So let's just so say just like, thrown them out. Yeah. So like 43 and like no that's interesting so yeah 74
1: people it sounds like um half of those applicants have you know not had their application approved now i, I don't think they're going to give out all 22 licenses since this is just the first five-day application cycle so we'll see how many are left or how many are chosen I don't have all that info, guys. I have not been keeping up with the legal stuff
0: as much as I used to. So I think that they probably are going to go 22, bang.
1: You think they're just going to bop them out like that?
0: Fuck yeah. I mean, well... Mm,
1: then what's the point of them having the cycles? though?
0: Because they're overdue. We We grew from, you know... 20,000 patients to 800,000. So you think they're going
1: to give out 22 and then give out more?
0: Because they should have doing this progressively as they went on. They shouldn't have waited till the patient count ballooned to almost a million to add so many. This also makes, so it's cool. Like, you know, it's cool. If you get the license, you're like, yeah, you know, you're in the game now. But the problem is now there's 22 new people that are going to jump on board and within the next you know, Or maybe they're going
1: to do this 10 Pigford licenses the next one. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But you're right. They probably will just bang the
0: motherfuckers out. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. You're right, though. Because if they drop all at once, then you have 22 new producers drop all at once. This means you have uh, 22 different companies of new dispensing centers dropping at once. You What happens, like, okay, you as a kid, or I you mean, as an adult, right? If you're given a choice between one or two things that you really like.
1: I get overwhelmed and leave. Oh no, sorry, I thought you meant if there was a bunch.
0: Exactly, and that's my fucking. Point. If there's just so one or imagine, two, then I'll like I don't
1: know, you know. So
0: so imagine like you know, you've got 22 new companies that drop, boom, you know, and now it's a race for those companies to get up and running. So now here's where it gets more interesting because I'm dissecting the the essential thing. It's not as simple as being overwhelmed with all that, that is on the on the patient side. You guys are looking at it like, damn. So as the producer side of it, you've got 22 people now who have licenses. Now we have to rush to get construction permits, rush to get approved, all, all the shit that comes with into like building things before you actually start growing or processing or doing any of that other shit. You know, so that's like your phase one. Boom. You get out, out of the way. Boom. And, you know, you, you, you get everything good. Then you have to start electric, you know, your HVAC, uh, you know, any other, you know, if you're processing, you know, it's a whole nother thing with the electric. You have, you know, other needs depending on what solvents you're running, whether you're just using solvents, your water and ice needs, your storage needs, your i Oh, dude, dog, I can go on and on and on. So, and you have to do that quickly because you and 21 other guys are doing the same fucking thing now. And so you, you get, have a
1: million dollar renewal fee coming up in fucking 12 months after you got it. So you do want to rush to start have
0: an income 1.2 or three actually, but yes, you're absolutely right. Yes, sir. And they're like, we want the money after tax money. I'm like, damn Florida, that's fucked up. So let's go back to the patient side of it. Um, so now you know that you have 22 companies that are coming out of your state. Some of those names might be, uh, known to you. You know, some of them won't be, um, these companies are rushing to get out the door, not only because it's, uh, it's demanded at that point, but it's after you've put in so much capital, it's it's expected. You know, you're gonna, you know, regardless of what you think they're doing and they're producing your medicine. Very few, if any, of those producers actually have that in heart and mind to be the first thing. You know, they'll say it is on paper, but it's all about uh, ROI. You know, return on investment. So yeah. you're gonna get a lot of rushed weed. You're gonna get rushed product, um, and they're going to use the culture to brainwash you into supporting their shitty first drops because everyone's rushing. So um, there's going to be very like, uh I don't, I want to name drop, but I don't want to, but I'm going to say the shout outs to the companies and centers that took their time to actually like not produce a ton of garbage and like sort of understand that one on the cultivation side, Florida's just, even on the indoor, it's, it's, it's rough, you know, um, it's an interesting climate to work in. And as most people, very few centers are running straight indoor and even some of the ones that are, you know, they're not running the best stuff, you know, there's still drop the ball and drawing care. I feel like a hundred percent, you know, and especially more if it's outside, you know, if you're not a hundred percent on your shit, your, uh, your, your, uh, pesticide game, um, you know, like all those things. Um, it, it it sort of it can become a lot. So sorry, I've got my dog ripping just the, the gnarliest snores right now next to me. So it kind of I can't hear. Him, I can't hear. Oh, I can't, I can't he's just fucking. I mean, he's happy, so I'm not gonna move. Him, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So you've got a lot of patients that are rushing, or I'm sorry, producers that are kind of rushed to to get products out to you because it's demanded of them within the license to have things out by X amount of days after they get awarded the license. So it's not like, I mean, it's a double, it's a double bladed situation, you know, like where it's like, okay, you want to take your time and you want to make sure everything's perfect, but you have X amount of days from the minute you get awarded to get something out the door. And so, and if it's in your plan to talk about, you know, processing and, and, you know, and how, how in depth you are versus just being like, you know, you know, flower and pre-rolls and like, you know, whatever. Um,
1: And some people will be like, oh, well, Trulieve makes this much when they're talking about getting a license. Well, yeah, Trulieve also got to sell fucking vapes and distillate for years and.
0: Yeah, they they, they, know, they, they, like they took and remediated that... the worst fucking biomass that they could, you know, because with fractional distillation, you could really get almost everything out. There's a couple things that you can't get out. Um, and even then, uh, things were a little iffy. There was a lot of producers that didn't always put their best out and they just wanted to get numbers out there. And, you know, companies like who you mentioned... Um, are very guilty of that. And they do not care. They're just a big faceless company that is just trying to pinpoint their place in a market and then uh, hold it in a chokehold so that it's not about the patients. It's about their profits, regardless of, of, of what they say. There's if, if you believe a company does otherwise, or if you believe your company does otherwise, then I don't have to explain that to you because it should be shown to me in your products or the patients. Like, you don't have to show me shit. But end of the day, when the patients are the ones that are re- providing your return on investment, <clears throat> do right by them. Fuck your investors. You know, do right by them. And you won't ever have a problem worrying about both. Because if you're successful... And your drops keep selling out and people don't have, you know, you know, and I'm not seeing, you know, on Reddit or Instagram or wherever you patients want to post about the fact that they, you know, they have bud rot or botrytis or mold, you know, anything like that. And the fucked up part is like a lot of people don't have an eye for that shit and they might just smoke that stuff and get sick or have a bad experience and be like, oh, just maybe weed doesn't do it for me. And I hate, I hate when people have the uh, are, are are torn between you know was this a bad experience or a bad uh, product you know and
1: no, or, we're all they usually just choose to just to not do any of it anymore which, which then
0: hurts the program it hurts that patient from genuinely finding out the benefits of clean cannabis products uh, um it's like it's this lady a, it's all around that... loss you know like you can't you have to really try really hard to, to, to have them go around or they meet someone genuine who wants to educate them, wants to apologize for the experience and, and, and try to just uplift them, you know, in any way, whether it's not helping them understand that maybe, you know, they it was in the product and to try something else. So producers have a really hard job time in Florida, you know, they're rushing under the gun to get their first drops in. And, um, sometimes it's a hit and and a lot of times it's a miss. The problem is consistency. You know, you'll see centers that will drop, you know, I've seen, you know, really good flour come out, but it's very inconsistent, you know, and it's just like, okay, well, imagine when you have 22 other people that have 22 other grows and 22 other labs and 22 other kitchens to like, Figure out and rush everything. They don't really have genuinely any time to R and D your stuff or, or, or do anything. They really have to go with preset recipes, which sometimes are great. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> depending on what you can do and all that, but it, I just feel like the patience should always come up short. And so now you can talk about it, this and that. I'm actually part of the reason I'm going down to Florida is I'm going to be giving a. A little speech on the on the subject uh, to a closed group um, that it pertains to in that state to try to fix some of these fucking problems, you know. Uh, Regardless of where I am at the time, uh, you know, I'm always focusing on you know back home uh, for a lot of reasons again, which we won't deviate too much from, but. My biggest concern is once these licenses get awarded is, um, you know, are you going to have 22 rush jobs? Are you going to have five rush jobs? How are they going to stagger those licenses for all the people that have already, you know, imagine like it's, you know, you're one of 73 or whatever the fuck it is, or or however many people you've all paid your fees, you're all done that. Do you want to be told that, you know, for the group that gets awarded of one of the 22 that, okay, we've got 22, but you know, only five are coming on at a time every year. So that means someone at the end of it is going to be waiting, you know, three or four years uh, potentially just to get their start. And I don't think that any company can really hold on that long without making money once they're invested. So, or, or it would be very, it's not something that anyone wants to do as a person, let alone a faceless corporation with a bunch of people's money invested or just a lot of one money. You know, some money, I think the some
1: state wants to rob 73 people as many times as they can.
0: Oh, of course. <laughs> That's probably what if they're
1: like, we picked one. We're going to have 73 cycles this year. Twenty twenty three yeah so I'm just joking I'm being real negative I'm sorry but,
0: no but I mean I could sort of see it though I, it's nothing my my time working amongst those uh uh types I of individuals have really shown me that anything's possible and that goes both directions so I know, think the main
1: killer is gonna be the lawsuits after the decision
0: oh for and the people that don't get the 22 and yeah, how it holds up it's gonna fuck some people that's over hold it up
1: I mean, which is crazy that, 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 I mean, like I get it that you're going to sue over it, but like, and, and obviously I want people to have that power against the state, but like at the same time, you would think the state would be like in the application, like you can't sue us because we're trying to make, make these decisions and get more, you know, product to patients because right. We just worry about people with shell companies trying to sue, to hold it up to stop 22 new licenses from coming on the market so who knows what could happen um, yeah to, I guess. I think it's going to be a while before we see any new licenses but you're right when we think about the, the patient growth and how many they were supposed to give us and the fact that we still only have 22 even though those 22 have 550 plus stores across the state which is fucking insane
0: I think that what crazy. Florida should do is put a cap on any new growth for the existing licenses when they award the, uh, 22 new ones. Yeah. Um, the they should, not truly effort, be, There's, but... there's no reason for the existing ones. Like if they haven't figured it out and, and made a, a profitable business model where they're doing right by the patient, then there's no need for them to open any more locations.
1: Yeah. Home. In the past six years. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, you know, with what is being said about that, adult use bill where existing centers can be used, then, all right, cool. Then there's really no reason for the existing licensees to have any new locations. I think that's a monopoly. I think that's genuinely, you know, they'll fight it tooth and nail. But again, if we go back and ask, you know, if the States ask them to show their uh, financial earnings for, from their first year of inception to now and show how much they've made every year, they might shut the fuck up. You know, because at that point, it's not the patients, the growing patients that you're trying to market. You're, you're you're just trying to pocket off of them. And I wouldn't say those things if people didn't say. You know, if people were saying how stellar Florida, you know, Florida's miracle, uh, medical cannabis was, or you know how amazing it is, or uh, you wouldn't hear those words come out of my mouth because you're obviously doing right by the patients. But here we are. And we're having this conversation and I follow enough of them to know that um, a lot of them aren't happy, but it's like, you know, you've got 22 choices, you know, or how many? No, it's like what fifteen? It's twenty two,
1: but not all of them are active because there's like people on there with no location. It's <laughs> just uh...
0: that's true. There's still no Green Dragon, and there's still no uh, no Green a- Dragon exists. They just
1: fucking suck, bro. There was one in Tampa. That shit was trash. <laughs> Sorry, Green Dragon. That was when you guys first opened. Maybe it's better. That's why. I'm, that's why I made that meme that said with the Jesse Pinkman screaming. It's like when you tell a Green Dragon to sell their license now before they. But anyway, you know, maybe they'll be okay. And then, um, but yeah, there's like a uh, Planet Thirteen doesn't have any locations open yet. You know those other super customers. I went to
0: the one in Vegas, and I gotta tell you, dude. Okay, let's talk about Planet Thirteen for a second. I the aesthetics of like, oh wow, dude, there was a huge dispensary. You had like a fucking bakery and a coffee shop and all sorts of shit inside of it, and it was huge. It was like the size of a Bass Pro, like legit. It was massive. So. Mm -hmm. all the products laid out through a huge thing, you know, like empty displays and then, There's certain, like, uh, like a Best Buy or a Target, there's, uh, aisle categories. You know, you'd have like an electronic section or something like that. But no, you'd have a pre roll section, a concentrate section, you know, a big flower section, you know, and then edibles and so on. But in Vegas,
1: they're a retailer. They're not vertical. So they carry everyone's stuff.
0: Yes, yes, they do. They do. But they also have their own. So here's my problem with Planet 13. Um, they will sell you, uh, live rosin, quote unquote but then it's really distillate What? You know? and they'll do the same thing with live resin. I, I went out there for BizCon with a group of people from Minnesota and you know, the owner was super cool. And he was like, Hey, do you want something? And bought me a vape cart, you know, a live resin vape cart. It's super cool. Hey, no problem. Already super expensive for what it is. Um, and then a couple of the other homies were buying other products here and there and they all bought them from planet 13, you know, um, Live resin, actual Cuffies. content tray. Yeah, soup, dude. All of it was distillate. And I'm like, it yo, it was just, I, oh yeah, it was terrible. I was just like, okay. I mean, that's why they have to sell you on the, the aesthetic of a pretty box because you're getting a lot of shit. And then they just, they pull together everyone's shit because in Vegas, you know, you're you're retail, so all you have to do is slap in a pretty box, make sure it passed testing, and put in a store that looks more like, you know, fucking Caesar's Palace than it does a dispensary. Which, don't get me wrong, the idea of it is cool if it's done right, or if you're being transparent, you know? Like, if you're paying $80 for a fucking gram of live resin or live rosin, you know, carts or concentrate or whatever, it should really be that. It shouldn't be relabeled distillate.
1: Yeah, that's all kinds of fuck, though. That's about as almost as fucked up as this old man that swung on people in the True Leave.
0: Oh, so that means it's time for our Florida person of the week.
1: Witnesses reported that Glenn Burr, a seventy-one year old man from Vero Beach, became agitated, screaming and cursing at the staff and fellow patients in the waiting room. Despite attempts by another patient to calm the situation, Burr's anger escalated, and he even took a patient's sunglasses and broke them, valued at two hundred and fifty dollars guarantee so you're into the
0: pot shop man
1: uh, I think they were probably Costas but we'll see <laughs> the office manager intervened restraining Burr and removing him from the facility as they called the Sebastian Police Department to the dispensary officers arrived and reviewed video evidence that supported the witnesses accounts. During questioning, Burr admitted to taking the glasses but doesn't denied physically pushing or striking other patients. So <laughs> he was just swing on everyone. He had um, a moment,
0: he forgot about it, man. That poor old man.
1: Dude, imagine waiting, crazy. imagine waiting for mids, boof, dirt, and then literally seeing an old man spaz out or you being the old man and spazzing out. Like you're so addicted to booth that like you don't want to wait. He's probably there for an hour. Uh, nevertheless he was charged with battery on a person over 65 even though he is 71 so i think if you're 71 and you batter someone of your age i don't think it should be an additional charge but whatever um theft in the first degree i guess for taking the sunglasses and criminal mischief damage of over 200 he was released the following day after posting a 1500 hundred dollar bond they also ordered Issued an order prohibiting from returning to True Leaf.
0: Glenn will probably pull up to every True Leaf ever, and uh, you know, you got to hit him with the. You smoke poop. Yep. <laughs> Forever now. And it's like, good. I smoke poop, sorry. And I
1: smoke you... poop, and I'm mad. I'm not going to wait any longer. And, um,
0: and, and Glenn, buddy, if you're ever listening, reach out to us, man. We want to talk to you.
1: So, you know. This company has over a hundred, so many locations. Um, still can't get patients in out of their fucking dispensary in a timely manner. I don't know if that's because of their sales tactics or what's going on um, at the counter, but that's that's crazy, man. For anyone to lose their mind like that, like that's nuts. And if Glenn was like a normal dope head at a dope house, like he would have just got his ass beat and thrown out. Like he would have never got the police called on him. So. Just completely losing out the legal dispensary in Florida, bro.
0: Don't they have security at those places?
1: I guess they got rid of, truly finally got rid of their arm security at every location.
0: Wow. Which they didn't need. No, but I mean, you if had, so here's my take on it. Had they had security in general, then, you know, another patient would have never had to have accosted. How much of this is really truly fault for not providing a safe place for their patients to properly get medicine on time? I yeah. Know. No, it's not fair to have a bunch of sick people
1: wait and arguing with each other. It's crazy.
0: It is. It is. That poor old man could have literally been having a throbbing tumor in his nutsack or somewhere. Oh,
1: my God. He just needed one head of a vape to calm down.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to victimize the guy that assaulted some dude and and whatever the fuck sunglasses were $250. Uh, but, like, uh I need my CBD. <laughs> what the fuck He's probably never smoked weed like you and I have smoked weed. I'm going to start to sound like Tyler Durden here a little bit, but it's the truth. You know, there's people out there that you can give them dog shit. And because they had no alternative, no knowledge whatsoever, that dog shit can make all the absolute difference in their life. And also why places like, you know, who want to continue to feed and shovel patients who deserve better what they're currently doing. Um, let's spin away from talking about any more companies and tell you about what I was doing last night. Um, so last night I was at one of the first actual seshes, like that I've been to in this state, which is really cool to sort of see, you know, um, Florida did the thing where they monopolized on it by making them like vendor days, you know, unless it's like a glass event, you don't really see a lot of seshes in South Florida. Because right. it's a, it, if there's not vendors wall to wall or something to make the dudes money, these guys don't ever focus on, and please don't take this as a knock, but take my idea as I'm talking about it, please. So no one <clears throat> really creates a safe space for people to like get together the same way to just get together and socialize, you know, like, like make it a private event. <clears throat> not with the sole purpose of having a ton of vendors for for patients to spend you know money at the door and money with the vendor. I totally get that concept of supporting local. Dog, don't think I'm not with that. I am, but let's go back to what I'm talking about. So, glass the glass community does a better job of this of providing seshes essentially, which is literally just tables, a space for people to sit down, bring their glass most people that are doing that are already medical patients and most of the time they're smoking concentrates. So it's a great way to see, you know, what this patient has or what works for them. You guys, you know, could possibly, you know, share Terps, do whatever the fuck, you know, or even just talk about them. I was in a room full of people that were, you know, doing this and it was a glass show for someone that was making glass hookahs, uh, which are fire as fuck, actually. You know, each hookah has uh, four glass um, connects, and you know, for four hoses, and they're all super balled out, and they look like these real big badass recycler rigs. But the difference is, instead of the mouthpiece, you know, it's it's a four hose hookah with the nail. So you just rage a huge nail on it, cap it, and you and your homies can just fucking rage a hookah dab, which is fire as fuck. So everyone was doing that. It was, it was a total vibe, but really the only people I I sort of gravitated to were the two other hash makers in the room. And so I got to talk to them and this is where my point is going to wrap around everything that I'm saying. So bear with me if you're wondering, what the fuck is he talking about? So yeah, I I got, I got to give the disclaimer sometimes. So this guy shows me a a jar of not a jar, a box of turps, essentially, you know, different hashes. Uh, one of them is melt, which if you were looking at my story a couple days ago and I'll actually repost it again after these episodes drop so that people have some sort of like, Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, this guy had really amazing 90 melt, you know, what melt is it's pre rosin. It's the, the heads, you know, just this ice water, ice water hash essentially. Right. Um, but it looked like a puddle. It was fucking grease. It literally looked like, uh, like sap which is how you can tell, man, that's five, six star hash. Like there was, when I dabbed it on a nail, there was no residual grease, like resin, grain, grit, nothing whatsoever. It melted down to an absolute puddle, cleaned up the same color it looked in the jar, didn't burn dark. If anyone smokes hash, listen to what I just said, you'll know exactly what I mean. And that means it was superior quality. Now onto the rosin. So there was four jars in, or five jars, in that jar, in that box. Two of those jars are run on Athena salts. The other three were no-till organic. So in the smells alone, and it's something that like maybe a new patient's never going to be able to pick up like right away. But if you've been around the block long enough, um, you'll pick it up fairly quickly. And so you smell the first of the three organic organic no-till, you know, just, which means living soil, you know, it doesn't mean salt, you know, nutrients, everything's done with, uh, organic uh, teas that are brewed. Um, you know, and you essentially feed the soil, the soil feeds the plants. It's very different from when you're running hydroponics, which is what I mean when I say salts and you're power feeding plants, a special recipe of different salts and solutions. And, um, things in that category to create a very, very resinous, big uh fat growing plant in a very short amount of time. You know, so the both concepts are very different from each other. But anyways, you could smell the salts, the the salt, like all of the extra things that you're not supposed to do when you can smell that a grow is you know had to use something or didn't wash something out or didn't flush something. You smelt it more on one flavor than the other, but you definitely smelt it there. And the other three were true. It was like if you've ever taken a fresh plant and smelled it up close, it was the true definition of that terpene expression. Now, the guy next to him, that's Hashmaker number one. Hashmaker number two, I asked him the same question. Out of all the jars he had, he had about like six. Only one of them was a no-till organic. And the other five were all Athena run, essentially. So out of all of those jars, you wouldn't be able to find the difference of what was organic and what wasn't. My point of saying all that is you can do things the right way. But more often than not, if you have to rush to get to market, if you're rushing to compete and rushing to be first, you're going to miss a few steps. And it always starts with your grow. A grow is a reflection of everything else. You know, I can't polish a fucking turd. Well, I can to an extent, but really you can't because everything I just explained, it shows up. And when you see other people's hash, you can tell whether or not like, oh, well, maybe there is something better out there. And I think that point right there is so pivotal for patients on a socializing level. uh, And it doesn't really happen too much. So if anyone who listens to that long fucking rant can essentially or wants to do something, holler at your boy. I'm always happy to move something like that forward. Um, not at the really need of monetizing for any reason, but more or less to to have a meeting place for people to link up, you know, really the only requirement that they be patients. That's that's literally it, you know, private event for patients have the space to come out, feel comfortable, you know, like and and do what you do. Um, maybe even educate you guys a little bit, you know, whatever. But that doesn't happen. You have events Is there gonna that, be pizza there. Yeah, we know a guy. <laughs> we actually do know a guy. What's his Instagram page again?
1: Blazing Turtle Pizza 51.
0: Yeah, so do me a favor and go follow Blazing Turtle Pizza 51. That's uh that's that's the only homie that uh that I fuck with with the name that he has. He knows that he's very special in, in both our hearts.
1: If we do events, do I have to tell anyone who I am or can I just be there as a custody or a patient, sorry. Look <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just undid everything I said in like once fucking okay yeah you can you can totally you can totally show up as what come as you are dog kirk cobain whoa so that sound means we've come to the end of another episode if you've listened all the way through let's just say i appreciate you we appreciate you as always if you like what you hear or you don't go and follow us and let us know how we did at square grouper podcast on instagram I will be in Florida now in July, actually. Uh, I was originally looking at August, so I'm going to try to figure out something to do for you guys while I'm down there. Uh Maybe some stash and dashes or something. You know, who knows? We'll figure it out. Again, if you want to follow more of my co host go check him out at, at Florida... Wait, FL? Florida?
1: Spell it out.
0: <laughs> Florida trees plural news at wait. No, I'd fuck that all up. Follow him on Instagram. You know, the deal, you know, his voice at Florida trees news. There we go. If you want to follow me and my bullshit, you can follow me at at Foxtracks underscore. If you want to see the hash I've made in the past or any of the actual cannabis stuff on the other page, follow me at, at Tracks in the wild, which I will actually start posting, um, more, uh, medically relevant stuff. I actually reached out one of the dudes in Ohio that like saw me at that sesh was someone from Tennessee that I actually been following me for like, fuck like eight years. And you know, my big, my main page got deleted. And the thing that I regret and hate most about that, aside from all the, the memories and messages are, a lot of those really well thought out posts where I explained a lot of things in very like simple ways for people, but I also talked about doing CBD recipes because so I was at a gas station with the homie the other day and I saw that they're selling 25 milligram gummies like the whole bag has 25 milligrams, which means there's five gummies with five milligrams apiece or less um, for $15, which if you think about it, is fucking insane. It's insane. I mean, I think it comes in at about like, I don't know, $5 or $10 per gram.
1: Gummy bears.
0: Yeah, yeah. So for that, I'm actually going to start reposting things like uh, how to make your own this and that and how to save money. Like I don't have a, I'm glad to say I don't have a CBD company like that anymore, but I will try to work together with some distributors and uh, some people to try to provide you guys uh, that stuff at a better price and, like that's just a fucking joke or at the least to give you the raw so you can make it yourself like that's fun enjoy that but on that note thank you guys for listening make sure you follow us on our socials let us know how we're doing we should be dropping uh next episode fairly soon while also fucking around trying to get someone on here to talk so thanks again guys and uh look forward to the next one peace